0: Every moment of Penfold's Victoria Derby Day. Ready for the Derby, and they're racing on RSN Racing and Sports. A terrific field's been assembled for the Victoria Derby race seven on the card at Flemington this afternoon. We're currently on a soft seven with the rail in the true position. One scratching in the Derby number three. Let's roll the dice. Comes out, Jamie. How does the market look here?
1: Well, Warren, this has been a really interesting race to follow, especially after the barrier draw. At one stage, Mr. Maestro was the favourite. But off the back of the results last weekend, Sharp and Smart shot into favouritism after his win in the spring champion stakes. But it's Barclay Square that has been the best backed runner. He's now into favoritism at $3.40. So between Sharp and Smart and Barclay Square, they've bounced between being favourites, and they would be the best backed runners, those two in this market. Mr. Maestro is just continuing to drift, and especially on off the back of drawing out wide he's now out to seven dollars but pericles was the biggest mover after he ran third to Barclays square he went from eleven dollars into nine and he's now into seven and has been seeing support at that price but it's really only those runners at the top of the market that's been seeing any support
0: dino before you get your thoughts on the derby just one via the sms a quick recap your thoughts on sajard and backing up going down the straight in the coolmore stud stakes
2: I thought he uh, produced a good late sprint to win last week. Uh, figures were fairly uh, uh, slow in comparison to other races on the day. Uh, yeah, just, I just don't know where he sort of fits in. He, he was that, that really precocious, uh, big, strong, early two-year-old, and uh, yeah, he did a good job to win last week, but this is a, a different level again for mine.
0: Derby Field's come together with some different form lines here. Firstly, how do you think they might settle, particularly some of the key runners in the market?
2: Uh, I think um, they've drawn pretty well, haven't they? Uh, with the exception of Mr Maestro, and that's the decision Damien Lane has to make. Uh, of the others, though, uh, they're all going to be uh, in the in the first four or five, I would have thought. Uh, Sharp and Smart, Muramasa, Barclays Square, Pericles are all in a group there, and Maybe Lendorf kicks up inside them and uh, the Ruffy Highland Blaze from out wide for G San up in trip. Uh, so, yeah, there'll be a few that have to make a decision going out of the straight there the short run yeah. of the first turn.
0: How have you settled on race day morning?
2: Uh, I'm happy to be with Barclay Square. Uh, I think uh, he did a good job to win last week. He got around the valley adequately, but he's two from two at Flemington and He's just got a beautiful, relaxed nature, relaxes, does everything right, uh, and then has that ability to to quicken when he needs it. So I think he's got all the attributes he needs uh, to win this race. Uh, I think Pericles ran well behind him last week, and uh, he's surely open to improvement, and he's on the back-up. Uh, Sharp and smart on the back-up, travels down from Sydney. He was brave in winning last week because he... Covered ground in the run and then tufted it out well with Elliptical, who ran well in the guineas, so that ties in with Barclay Square. And Mr Maestro, um, I think if you win any of the three Derby lead-ups, uh, you're considered a chance. He's won all three, uh, so he's going very well. Just the barrier is the uh, concern for mine. It's a race that you do have to get that right spot early or you can be uh, totally out of position. Um, two, five, one and four. Your thoughts on the Derby Gator?
3: Yeah, look, um, well, the market's telling you that there's four winning hopes, then you get to the rest. And, look, I certainly wouldn't talk you out of any other four <laughs> for the sake of a pecking order. Look, I've lent narrowly to Sharp and Smart, obviously never on the track last week, and, um, uh, you know, a really good win. He won the gloaming pride to that. He was second up in five weeks between runs there as well. So you would have to think, and he looks like he's, you know, he's still on that upward spiral, isn't he? So, you know, acts like he'll stay, but oh, we'll soon know. Uh, Pericles looked home on the turn last week. Buckley Square was simply stronger late and more seasoned. Of course, per- uh, Pericles was fourteen hundred to two thousand, so might be able to turn the tables here. But nothing between them and Mr. Maestro there. I admire Master, the best ruffie. One five two four.
0: Yeah, it's a race where we're working around the same horses, so there could be a potential for a blowout here. But I thought. Barclay Square's had a, a perfect prep. He looks like he'll run the 2,500 metres out, and Craig Williams knows the horse well and's got some really good options from that draw. Two for me, at a four, Mr Maestro. I love what he's been doing in the lead-ups, as Dino referenced. And while it was only a narrow margin last start, I, I thought he had to make a, a run to put himself into the race. I thought there was plenty of merit in that performance at Caulfield last start. He also looks like he'll run the trip out been a busy week for sharp and smart but he's a tough resilient horse his form card suggests that he's performed well right throughout his career and five pericles he might be a, a real x-factor horse it's a real challenge the way james cummings has, has set the program for him so he may relish the, the back up and the step up to 2500 meters two four one and five for me in the derby david gately one five two and four dean lester two five one and four race eight the last of the group ones the empire rose for the fillies and mares over 1600 meters take out numbers two ten eleven and nineteen and jamie you're telling us one of the better back runners on the card in Lark creek how's the market looking now
1: yeah, Warren, not just the best-backed runner on the card, but the best-backed runner in the entire country, and that's number 14, Le Creek, now at $2.25, and we did take an $11,000 bet at that price. So as I said, it's holding 10 times more than any other runner at Flemington at that price. If you wanted to go a little bit wider, some other runners that are seeing a tiny little bit of a dabble, Ice Bath at $11 and also Yearning at that $13 price, but we have a very popular favourite here. Gee, weight of a nation stuff here, Gator. How do you see the Empire rose?
3: Yeah, look, uh, it was it was interesting. Um on Wednesday doing the form I was strongly with her and uh, I thought, gee, she, you know, she's short enough given it's a group one, um, Philly's the mayor's race. Uh but then yeah, the tsunami um has come and everyone's talking like she's unbeatable and the next far lap, so let's find out. Um Obviously, that win, uh, New Zealand, was outstanding to the eye, you know, near four lengths, beats a horse who comes out and wins a group one herself really well, had imperatories eight lengths away. Um, What I found interesting was on the clock. So on the day, they were quite similar first thousand. Um, Her race was a bit faster, but they would have beaten a listed race with the males in it by about six lengths. Um, You know, it's white noise. These aren't hack horses. And the New Zealand form has measured up over here with I Wish I Win and co. So that's the reason why I'm with her, and so is everyone else, I guess. Um, dangers, uh, let's go with Yearning at 1,600. Uh, obviously a group one winner as a three-year-old filly in the 1,000 guineas of the trip. She's licking his split with no weight, can certainly measure up. We know the fillies run well in this. Um, and Ice Bart, so good in this race last year. 14 on top.
2: Thoughts
0: on the Empire Rose, Dean?
2: Uh, Yeah, I'm happy to be with the favourite, uh, Warren Lark Creek. Uh, She's uh, she's an absolute beauty. When you watch her uh, replays, uh, she just never runs badly. And uh, she was dominant winning last start and being kept basically back for this. uh, I think uh, this is the right race. I think she's lickety-split. I don't think the the mares in this race uh, are seven and eight kilos better than her. So I think with 49 kilos, she's going to run a really good race. uh, And I think she's the main danger. So I think it's a race for the Kiwis, 14 and 16. Uh, Five X a litre, would like to dry a track, but she's just so good at Flemington. And she's going to get a cheap run with the Blinkers first time. And 13 daisies from a good draw. I think she's going okay too. Uh, one, two starts back and another one with the blinkers first time. 14, 16, 5 and 13.
0: Yeah, we're working similarly around the top end. Uh, Dino's numbers, 14, 16, 5 and 13. David Gately, 14, 12, 16 and 1. I like Luck Creek also. She could be something special. I, I like her on the relatively fresh side, staying at the 1,600 metres and all her forms terrific. 14 of 16... She's lickety-splitter. I think she's the right style of three-year-old filly to run well here, and the good three-year-old fillies with her style of profile run well in this race. 12, yearning, No doubt she's been set for this, 1,600 metres with two runs under the belt and one ice bath. She'll appreciate getting her toe in the ground. She's a high-quality mare. She's been slogging it out on those tough tracks in, in Sydney through winter, but she's certainly up to this and not badly graded with the weight for age scale. 14, 6, 12 and 1 for me. Into the last to wrap up what's hopefully a, a terrific derby day, race nine down the straight. Short price favourite here in S4 are also with the scratchings of numbers 1, 8, and 19. How does the market look in the last, Jamie?
1: Well, Warren, the money is scattered throughout this race. It is with the favourite, and as for the two at three dollars ten, Zapoteo has also seen support at six dollars fifty. Written Beauty has seen a little bit of a double at eleven dollars. A very fine red has also been popular at fourteen. Isotope has been bit, seen quite a bit of support at that ten dollar price. And if we go down the seventeen, shall Star has been very popular at ten dollars. And I think Dean, that came off the back of you putting that on top in the Breakfast Club yesterday has been very popular since then.
0: She's a lovely, big, strong girl, is shell star, and you think she's got the potential to be somewhere near the speed. I think the favourite, Asphora will also be somewhere near the speed. I think they'll run along at at least a, a reasonable tempo, and she might need some luck the way the track's playing by this stage of the day. Number two, Asphora, and she did have the race effectively presented to her last start, but, gee, she looks well above average, and uh, she can cope with the straight racing to me. I think she's the one to beat. Loved a recent jump out of number 10, Isotope. Tony Gollan talking with Michael Fowler during the week indicating that might have her back to something close to her best i think she's in the mix as he's number 17 shell star agree with dino she was only narrowly beaten at Caulfield last start it was a bob of the head and if you're trusting that form line you have to include number nine a very fine red who does have straight track experience Two, ten, seventeen, 17 and nine for me in the last dino how are you seeing it
2: yeah i'm going with uh well, i'm going with shell star just at a price i think she's just a Rapid improver, um, and uh, she ran really well at Caulfield, measured straight up to this sort of grade, and I think she can run well as Fury can win. Uh, she's probably going to have to do it by herself, a bit down towards the inside, but she's a, a really good talent, and i uh, be no shock if she keeps winning. Uh, a very fine red, just beat Shell Star last start. There won't be much between them, and uh, I'll put in Zapoteo. I think this ground suits next best, seventeen two nine and
0: 3 How are you seeing the last Gator?
3: Yeah, look, I'll oh, tipped that on top. Obviously a brilliant win last time. Um, massive last 600 overall time off. What was a pretty moderate speed? It's a good sign. I uh, wish she drew wider. Comes up to 58, but to offset that obviously back against her own, uh, her own six. Zapato, uh, wasn't to the expectation last time, but still ran well. Soft seven, perfect for her. I think there's a great roughie in it, in number 20, Libiamo. I can't believe that 80 to 1's right on Wednesday. Um, slow out, mile back, flew home in the race. You know, we're all the, the favorites are here and she's eighty to one, doesn't make any sense to me. I'll back factor at that price. Written beauty, uh, heads a stack of other other hopes, but um uh two, three, twenty and
0: seven. There, David Gately's numbers in the last, Dean Lester with 17, 2, 9 and 3. I'm with numbers 2, 10, 17 and 9. Jamie, you've been a trooper this morning. Plenty of love for you with uh, what you're going through via the SMS. Just the backs back runners around the country. We know Lar Creek heads that market, but what else have the punters been honing
1: in on? Yeah, and thanks everyone for putting up with me. I've been locked in the laundry for the second half of this show. So the best backed at Rose Hill is Race 3, Number 4 in Waterford at $1.95. And we've taken some huge bets of $5,000 multiple times at that price. And also runners that lost and running in the Nature Strip Stakes has been really well backed and Light Infantry. And then, as you just mentioned, Warren at Flemington, La Creek, best backed runner of the entire day and across the country.
0: Great work, Jamie. Enjoy your derby day. Look forward to having you right throughout the week and hope the cavalry arrives soon to give you some relief. <laughs> yeah,
1: Thanks so much, everyone. See you soon.
0: Jamie Rogers there from the tab. It's 8 to 9. Time for a break. We'll come back, wrap up with the boys. Best bets, quaddy thoughts.